Hello there, everyone. Welcome back to the 1894 podcast. We are back after a quite tragic display from Bristol City on the road. It was a complete sea change from the monumental and somewhat unbelievable display at West Ham and at the London Stadium. And Bristol City put up one of the most uninspiring passive performances I've seen in quite a long time. And it ended at Deepdale uh, on the Saturday. Preston North End 2, Bristol City nil. I have with me Matisse, as always, to talk about um, that complete and utter... Can I swear? Is that okay? We can do whatever we want on here. It was a complete and utter shit show, um, and it was dreadful. And yeah, we'll briefly touch on the Preston game because we have a glory hunter with me who didn't watch the game. It was day tripper, um, an absolute day tripper. Yeah, um, I, I had a, I had a choice between refereeing a football match um, or watching Bristol City, and I, I went I went for the referee game. Um, it was a well paid game and got that done and. I mean, that was a good decision. One of the best I've made in in, in my life. Um, yeah, I, I, I watched the highlights and I've, I've read about the game and, and what it had. But yeah, it's just classic Bristol City, really. I mean, off the back of that positive performance, you, we go to London Stadium and it's a brilliant performance and we get a point, well, a result against um, a Premier League side and then back to championship ways of... Um, just playing like that against Preston, who, yeah, it's away from home, but they have been in some poor form um, recently. But yeah, that that game was something else. We we had more shots on uh, target, um, not on target, just shots in general, actually, throughout the game. Possession was about equal, and I listened to a bit of the game as well. Yeah, first half seemed the more dom- dominant. We had that chance with Taylor Garner-Hickman. Um, just thought just lacked a bit of composure there i felt like that was a big opportunity um missed and then yeah the second half just fell apart they made a triple substitution at half time and then kind of unfolded from there for us well weirdly just just quickly along the bottom it was the same team that played at west ham i was a bit surprised by that i thought maybe a couple of changes uh i'm thinking matty james maybe uh lucky wells tommy conway maybe even harry cornick there's a bit of a curveball in there uh Obviously, no changes to the back line because, well, apart from today, um, it's a bit of a surprise, actually, because uh, we expected Russell McCrory to be in the squad. But Hayden Roberts is back as well. And um, that was that was uh, good news. So I'll just take that off. As, um, yeah, sorry for anyone listening to the audio. Um, oh, for, for anyone listening to the audio, actually. Uh, Max in goal, Tanner, Dickie, Viner, Pring, Williams, Gardenhick, and Jason Knight. He, he was captain. And Mehmeti off the left, Conway and Sambel uh, up top. Uh, I was a bit surprised by no changes, uh, as I said, because we've got a fairly short turnaround uh, to the game against uh, West Ham in midweek. So just quickly, were you surprised by a lack of changes or were you going to expect changes against West Ham? Yeah, no, I agree. And when, when we did the preview as well, we, we expected at least one or two because the fact that we played so well against West Ham last weekend, I, I would have thought we would have put that same team up um, at home on, on Tuesday night. So just a bit for a bit more rotation and rest. I thought we would have swapped out a couple players. So, yeah, a bit surprised now because now we'll, we'll have to see what, what he plays for Tuesday because we now we have a double game week um, because of the replay. 
So it'll be interesting now how he plays this this coming week. But yeah, was surprised and then waited until the 75th minute till till even our first substitution. So quite quite a long time um, and a lot of minutes for for these players recently. In summary of the game, first half kind of pretty much the same nonsense we've been seeing for a while. Uh, it was uh, oh, that's that's a bit harsh actually. It was it was the kind of same story. I wouldn't yeah. I take that back. It wasn't nonsense. It was it was it was pretty good. Um, but we just again just could not take our chances. Uh, Taylor Garn Hickman missed a good chance. Uh, he was put through on goal, and then he had the chance. He had the choice of either squaring it to Conway and or hitting it. Hit it didn't go well. And Jason Knight had an effort saved by Freddie Woodman as well. Going to halftime nil nil. Preston obviously Ryan Lowe is very determined to go and win that game with the pressure on him. Uh, he makes a triple sub at half-time. Uh, Osmaich comes off. Dwayne Holmes comes off. Alan Brown comes off. Uh, Emil Reese comes on. Will Keane comes on. Um, can't remember the other one. So um, you do that while you, you confirm uh, whilst I... Um, Jensen and Jakobsen come on as well. That, that's, the same, that's the same bloke. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, no, no. That is... Um, Oh, you mean uh, Matt Bocchio and Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, um, yeah. That's one. Uh, so yeah, he he comes on. Um, I don't know what. Yeah, he that he came on, and um, Preston just took the game by the scruff of the neck and completely, um, yeah, completely dominated. If I'm being really honest, and the first goal is really really poor. Blame whoever whoever the hell you want, but it's a complete mess from start to finish because it's literally just one straight long ball through. You can't get, you can't concede like that. Like, it's just ridiculous. Um, it's just a complete joke. I, I don't, I don't care if you want to blame, if you want to blame Max, if you want to blame, blame Rob, uh, Rob Dickey or Zach Viner. It is just I a think, joke. You can't concede goals like that. No, it, it, it is very true. I think we can put the blame on a lot of him, but at the end of the day, I feel like Max just anticipated something just, just incorrectly, and he just went out too quick got a bit stressed out and thought he could collect the ball and just hit it out. I think, yeah, he jumped off his line a bit too quickly um, for that one. But yeah, it's just one of those where just composure goes completely out the window. And yeah, and Will Keane comes on second half, grabs himself a yellow, gets two goals. I mean, pretty eventful for him. But yeah, that's exactly what Preston needed. I mean, this game was a must-not-lose situation for them. And the fact that they yeah kept in it in the first half and then came back out. Um, and yeah, we just didn't really react. The triple substitutions worked brilliantly and went and they went deservedly one nil up. Um, so yeah. And to be to be fair to Max, a lot of the times he has done that. It has worked. To be fair, he has anticipated it quite well. And to be fair, he's come out of his box and his area quite well. Um, and that is kind of hard to find in a goalkeeper these days. And he has prevented quite a lot of big chances for the opposition. So that's there's always going to be a time where that does go wrong. But to be fair, he just completely missed the ball. And that's always not good. Uh, the second goal is just, uh, yeah, Ross McCrory comes on, which is good to see. Uh, he comes back after a long, long wait uh, for his Bristol City debut. He comes on at the right wing back in place of Sam Bell. Uh, City kind of temporarily moved to a back three with, I think, Tanner kind of tucking in alongside Viner and Dickey, so they just move up one and Campering plays as the left wing back. Uh, so McCrory comes on, uh, we go to a five at the back, McCrory tries to take his man on, doesn't end well. 
I'm going to give him a pass, obviously, but it wasn't great from uh, Ross. Um, we're on a first name basis now, basically, mate. Um, he tries to take his man on. He, doesn't, he, uh, he gets robbed. Um, then Rob Dickey, weirdly enough, uh, is out of position. And um, it's not it's not good. It's not good either way. Uh, he just gets work from left to right from Preston, puts the ball in from, uh, the ball comes in from Emil Reese and Will Keane is there to tap it in. And that is about it, really. Bruce didn't really uh, harm Freddie Woodman's goal after that too much. as a few comfortable saves. But apart from that, it was uh, pretty, pretty dreadful in front of goal from a Bristol City perspective. Any final thoughts on that complete mess in Lancashire? Yeah, I mean, w- watching this goal back again, it's just a complete just lack of awareness. And we're just so static at the back there. Viner doesn't really know what's going on. And then Will Keane's the only one really one to, to make a pounce and, and yeah, finish it off. It, again, yeah, just a, a poor game. Obviously, it's nice to see Ross McCrory make his debut in a City shirt. We've waited a long time. Um for this so yeah just we'll, we'll have to give them a, a few games just to get warmed up after a long time off the pitch um but yeah we we'd made that triple substitution in the 75th minute tried to spark something up um but yeah straight away they scored that second and then yeah the, the game's over really by then um yeah just just disappointing really just it's how the championship goes within three on the bounce go four unbeaten one point off the playoffs, two points, and then kind of back down to reality with what we're used to, conceding late goals at home and um, losing away to out-of-form sides, shall we say. But, yeah. It's just the same issues, though, again, over and over again. And we've known this for a while, really, where we are decent in possession. uh, And I'd like to think a lot of our fans, even the most pessimistic and the most uh, anti kind of uh, Liam Manning fans would kind of say we're getting better in possession um, but it's just that final ball at the moment and when Jason Knight is your most creative player uh, or seemingly the player who's going to take the onus to try and you know create something the final third it's not really the ideal situation you want to be in look maybe we're trying to rectify that very hard in the transfer window hopefully that isn't the case um, and it certainly looks like a body definitely will be coming through uh, with the news of Andy Vyman uh, going out, uh, which is interesting. Have we talked about Andy Vyman leaving? I don't think we, we have. So we'll, t- we'll we'll talk about that after. We'll talk about that after we talk about the games. Um, um, but but yeah, you'd think a body's coming through in that in, in the attacking positions because uh, we are a bit light otherwise. Um, and you'd think an attacking midfield is coming through because we've been linked to quite a few attacking players and uh, attacking midfield players and Manning has outlined he wants one. I think it does come down to that. I mean, I know we've had the lack of depth in defence recently, but we still have one of the best defensive records in the league. And, well, fingers crossed, but towards the end of this month, start of, January, start of February, we should have all of our first team players back within the match squad. Um Obviously, it will take time for Benarus and Atkinson, especially, to slowly get back um, and used to game time. Um, but yeah, definitely an attacking players needed. Um, we just haven't scored enough goals at the end of the day, um, and it just comes down to consistency. Really, we've we scored what eight eight goals in three games, um, and then our last four we've scored two. 
it's just like just consistency throughout seasons and the fact that that was our first like three on the bounce in what was it like three two years three years maybe um it it just yeah we we just need to create runs of good form because yeah at the moment we just go on and we play we we play like promising football and it looks like we've cracked the code and then we come back and then we these reoccurring problems that we're seeing and just that like lack of composure lack of awareness at the back and then we can't find that final pass um going forward but you know it hopefully we can eventually fix that and yeah like we said perhaps an attacking creative midfielder um to come in before the end of the month yeah that's that's it's basically the recurring it's a basically recurring issue that we have to fix and um hopefully the club and Liam Manning are trying to rectify that both on the grass and in the transfer window because ultimately that is the only way we're gonna go about fixing this um yeah, that's about it. At the moment, Bristol City are averaging, I think, 1.3 points per game, uh, 1.3 recurring points per game. Uh, do you want to guess, if you spread that out for the rest of the season, do you want to guess where we would a normal where we would have finished last season? And how the trajectory for how we're doing right now? So, if, so, so if we take 1.3 points per game this season, which, which we are at currently, um, mm-hmm. do you want to guess where we would have finished last season? It's, it's, I'll give you a hint. 14. It's our fate. It's our favorite ever position. You're right. Fourteen. Uh, favorite. <laughs> and that's position. where we are right now. <laughs> that is where we are right now. It is just brilliant. Right. Um, I like, in I like the middle that. of the championship. Well, not exactly. Right. But, yeah. It's, it's great. Um, yeah. I saw some ludicrous comments about how we've not improved under Liam Manning. Um, or, oh no, no, sorry, sorry. I'll, no, no, I'll rephrase that. I saw some ludicrous comments about how someone said when uh, Nigel Pearson was sacked, we were 15th. And then since Liam Manning has come over, which is 12 games roughly, um, we've gone up one position, um, 14th. So therefore, no progress has been made. So you've just, so he's, the, the bloke has just contradicted himself, basically. Um, and the fact that Liam Manning's had 12 games and not two and a half years. Mm. Also, you know quite different scenarios um so you know city fans uh anyways i won't go i won't go on about that let's talk about uh west ham then it was a good result at the london stadium but there was also that kind of you know i don't want to say it it was like david versus goliath in a way and we were the underdogs and we were kind of up for it and we were you know this is our this is our chance in a way i don't want to say it's the mood is slightly different and a slightly less I'm slightly less excited about the replay. I'm very excited about it, but I'd say it's not quite the same, even though Ashton Gate, Full House, and the likes will be it's undoubtedly a tough place to come for any opposition. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I remember we all remember last year when we had that Man City draw at home, we went on a 13 or well, 12 13 unbeaten streak before that. So the climax was there, the momentum was building for a fantastic game and the atmosphere was incredible but yeah as you say haven't won in our last four games now um yeah it's a bit of a different mood but i think just the occasion it being at home the fact that we did it away from home and got a result and the performance that we put in i think that's going to change things and well west ham it is the um well premier league winter break um so they haven't played since since us and we're well we're keeping them busy really 
during during that break. I mean, I'm sure that players would have wanted a bit of a rest um, for the rest of the season. But yeah, they do have some injuries as well. Um, I'm not exactly sure what the update is on that, but obviously we saw Paqueta go off with Mavropanos and Bowen at the end of the game. So I don't think we'll see any of them, really, unless something changes. But um, but that is massive, really, because Paquette and Bowen, I mean, those two players created the goal um, and they are incredible. So that gives us a little bit of a boost, I guess, um, going into the game. We won't see any of them. Um, so we'll have, they'll line up with the front three, I'd say, of uh, Saeed Benrahma, Danny Ings and Pablo Fornells, which compared to yeah, which compared to Lucas Paqueta, Jared Bowen, and Mohamed Kudus, I'd take that over that. I'd take that over the over the one I've just I've just mentioned. Uh, Mavropanos, I'm not quite overly sure whether he'll be available. Um, certainly Paqueta, Bowen, uh, and um, who's the other one? Paqueta Bowen will not be available. Uh, I'm not sure about Mavropanos. Uh, I think he might be. Uh, we haven't heard really. Um, it's a big game for City, uh, undoubtedly. If you if if you are, um, if you're in the belief, if you're if you believe that our league campaign is pretty much over, or we haven't really got an outside, we haven't we've got an outside chance of getting into the top six, but we are we are definitely not consistent enough uh, to get into the uh, into the top six in the way Coventry are going at the moment. Mm. Yeah, it's it's hard to see them uh, slowing down. Uh, similarly, Hull, they've got quality, Sunderland as well, etc. Um, but if you believe, if you're in the, if you're of the belief that you know our league campaign is all but over, it's a big game. It's a big game. Yeah, definitely. And that again, that's what the FA Cup's about. We can forget about the league, and it just comes down to that ninety minutes um, of football against a quality side. And well, yeah, like like we said before, we did it at the London Stadium. We can do it again. Every packed out Ashton Gate away end, obviously sold out as well. It's it's still going to be a great night, and we're going to go out there and obviously um, fight for the win. And these games are massive. That some people say the FA Cup, but I just want to get out of it early. But it can also change seasons in the sense of momentum and confidence. That if we go in and beat them, that could kind of change the way that we we see things and. I was hoping for that against the Preston game after we got that result uh, against Ham, but didn't happen. But we have another chance now to 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 go out there um, and forget about the league and yeah, just see what we can do uh, against a quality side. Hoping for for a big cup upset, um, our first obviously since that amazing season six six years ago now, which is now slowly getting further and further away. But, yeah, seven seven. Oh, there, yeah, 2024. Well, that'll be seven years next, next, next one. Uh, but yeah, six, six years ago. Um, so what would your? Oh, okay. I'll start with my lineup. I'd go for. Uh, I'd go with Max in goal. Uh, I'd go with Tanner, Vines, Dicky Pring. Obviously, uh, still no McClory. Uh, I'd go with Gardnick. I'd go with no, Gardnick when Knight, Williams. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, oh, I'm sorry about my, oh, I don't know Matty, I don't know about Matty James anymore. I'd be very, very reluctant to give him that contract extension if I'm being honest. Um, I'd be very reluctant, yeah. And uh, it's a bit, of, it's a bit of a bold take, but not overly convinced. He's. Yeah, it, does it end at the end of this? 
This... He's ended the season, yes. Similar to Joe Williams, actually. And I'm very convinced about Joe Williams, given that contract extension. And from it now, uh, absolutely brilliant against Preston as well. Um, so, yeah, Knight, uh, Mehmeti, I'd go with on the left. Um, go with, um, yeah, Conway up top. And go with Sam Bell off the right, because Sykes is not so going to be available three, either. Three game weeks on the bounce unchanged. I mean, I don't, I don't really know what we're going to change. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. If, you, if you're going to, if you, because the options, the other options we do have is up top, we can change Ducky Wells or Harry Cornick, and I'd rather not play Harry Cornick um, in a game ever. Um, <laughs> and Ducky so Wells, he wasn't bad against uh, against West Ham when he came on. <laughs> he wasn't bad, but he just can't. I'm sorry, you can't you can't trust him for ninety minutes against Premier League opposition? No way. Um, and Naki Wells, he's going to get utterly bullied against Zuma and Ogbonna. If if it if it is Ogbonna, if it's Mavropanos, even worse, he's going to get utterly bullied. Conway has somewhat of a chance. And who are the other ones? McCrory, it's too early. Uh, Matty James, I'd just rather not because then you'd have to drop Joe Williams because you can't play Joe Williams and Matty James in the same midfield uh, without dropping. Well, without dropping either Garden Hickman or not, you can't play Joe Williams and Matty James in the same midfield. And if you do drop. If you do, do drop Joe Williams for Matty James, then you're off your head, uh, basically. Um, then you have back for you can't change a goalkeeper. A goalkeeper it is. So I don't really know what we can change, to be honest. Yeah, I, I agree, to be honest. You sound up pretty well. There's not really much we can do there. That is our best lineup at the moment. And eventually, I think that will change into Ross McCrory coming in at right back and then. Well, to be fair, Vine and Dickey have been pretty solid. We'll see how Atkinson plays when he comes back, and Naismith could potentially bring something. But well, yeah, as we've been linked with um, Leeds centre back Charlie Cresswell, who is not wanted at Ellen Road. Basically, he's but Danny Fark has basically just said his attitude's all wrong, and he might be on his way out. But we've seen, well, knowing Daniel Fark, it's probably just a ploy to just get him playing again but um if he is available if he if he is seriously available then i wouldn't mind it but i'm not really sure if he's getting ahead of vinyl dicky at the moment because they are very good um but yeah yeah atkinson and nason coming back are obviously massive as well he hasn't played in 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 a long time the last time he got 90 minutes in the championship was august um season yeah for Leeds he's been um yeah he's been benched um he hasn't been in the match day squad since December the 29th <laughs> last to, 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 to be fair to him when you're up against Pascal strike and mm. Joe Rodon it's a bit of a hard task mm. but still yeah it's not it's not ideal uh when he when he's a youngster and he did play quite a lot of mill one and did impress I, mm. I think um so maybe it's not the worst shout but Absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's just put it this way: for this window, centre back is definitely not the priority. Um, mm. I would be looking at other positions, um, i.e., forward, attacking field. But yeah, go on. Sorry. Um, so yeah, to be honest, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd give the same lineup as well. I don't see um, anything we could change. Just the worrying factor is tiredness um, coming in. We we have had a relentless schedule. We had that uh, what two one week breaks. Um, no, just one. No, yeah, one or two. Um, but yeah, straight back into a double game week. So, be interested to see what Manning does if he trusts the players' fitness and see if they can go through this. But um, 
yeah, again, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd remain unchanged. Um, for my prediction, I mean, for for these for these nights, we we have to we have to go optimistic. Um, these put, nights put under it this the way. light. I don't want extra time. Oh yeah, no, that that would just it doesn't help anyone really either no, for West Ham because we will just concede in the, like the hundred and twenty six minutes. I can just see that happening. We go all the way through extra time, do all the penalties, and then be the last kick. <laughs> Sam Bell blazes it into Rosen in front of the Ash. Get two injuries, and then that's our season over. Um, but no, I, I have to. I have to go optimistic. Um, I'm going to say. Mm, th- I was about to say three, but I'm like, oh, he's scoring three, three. goals. Oh, he's scoring three goals. I don't know. I felt like it could be it could be an open game with their lack of attacking threat. I'm going to say a narrow one nil win. I think it's going to be again low scoring, but this time I think if we compose ourselves and without Paqueta and that creativity ability and Bowen gone as well, if we keep composed and disciplined and then just find that one opportunity, that one moment um, on the counter or just a brilliant Williams pass. Um, then, then I reckon we nick it. We nick it. Um, second half, I'll say campering, campering. Reckon the score sheet. That'll be that'll be Bit of a wild chance. Bit of a wild. Oh, imagine this, right? Scrappy one nil. Camp. It comes off campering's thigh in like the 80th minute, and it, we just win one nil. Out. Okay. I don't Someday. care that we. I don't care that. So like, it's a night. It's a. It's a night game. It's full house. I don't. I'm not buying into that fairy tale. I hope. I hope I'm wrong. I want to win desperately. I mean, last time we were, we were in the in a cup against a massive side under the lights at Ashton Gate. We lost three 0 Wait, wait. Yeah, I forgot that was in the night. <laughs> the time before the last. Blithering idiot. The time. The time. The time before the last. That's what I meant. Um, yeah, that doesn't quite work. But I, I get. You. Yeah. yeah, it's not I, quite I, the same. I tried, effect, I tried and, I, and I missed. And I missed. Yeah, a bit like Tommy Conway then. Um, sorry, that was very unnecessary. It's unnecessary. What if what if, what if Tommy's watching right now? I, oh, if he's watching, then please score a hat trick tomorrow or hat tomorrow, uh, Tuesday. Please yeah, score Tuesday. a hat trick. Hat trick Tuesday. That'd be beautiful. Um, pin this on the wall or something. I don't care. Um, yeah, hope. Yeah, um, I'm not buying into this narrative of uh, night, uh, big night uh, at Ashton Gate and whatnot. We're gonna get. A bit of a lesson from West Ham. I think I think they didn't expect our level of physicality and were not able to cope with it to a certain extent, or maybe they were just weren't prepared for it. Um, they're definitely going to be prepared for it now, and they will probably nullify us to a certain extent as well. They will not, as obviously Bowen. Any team without Bowen, Paqueta, and uh, Kudus in it is obviously a massive loss, and even Mavropanos as well if he does come out is a massive, massive loss for any team. Uh, however, they do have the sufficient quality to replace them. I'll go with Bristol City nil, uh, West Ham at two. Um, that's my kind of prediction. Um, yeah, I'm not playing. I'm not buying into this fantasy. We're going to win one nil after I've just seen that at Deepdale. I'm not sorry. It's this that's ridiculous. Um, okay, we'll talk about Watford then uh, to close out this. Uh, close out this uh, show. Um, and actually, no, Andy Varman as well. So yeah, I forgot about that. Um, Watford at home. Then it's 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 it's, it's ironic because uh, 
after that 4-1 display at Vicarage Road, you're, we're all going, bloody hell, we are actually onto something here. Um, and then ever since then, apart from the West Ham game, it's been a bit of a car crash. Yep, it's been four games since then, and I and it's the last time we won a game as well. Um, yeah, I look back to that Boxing Day and getting even more grateful after every match um, Bristol City played that I was there to experience it. But yeah, how how things how things can change. But yeah, it's a it's a quick turnaround. We we play the reverse fixture pretty soon after, um, and yeah, the the Hornets take the trip across to Ashton Gate. I'll, I'll be there as well as um, the West Ham game. And yeah, I mean, Watford have just still been pretty solid. Um, they lost against us, but they picked up a couple points. They beat QPR today and they've still only got three losses in like, what, 15, what, 15 16, 17 games. I'm not going to count, but something like that. Um, they've been pretty consistent. They are above us um, by three points. And yeah, they're a bit of a dark horse for for, for the sixth playoff, sixth place um, race. I mean, quite a few teams are there to be honest. Um, West Brom have kind of made a little gap there for themselves in fifth place, um, creeping a, a bit a bit away. Um, but yeah, Coventry as well, insane comeback from where they were when we beat them at home. They went on a four loss streak and then they turned that around. But yeah, on 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 us on against Watford. Um, yeah, I mean, if we can replicate what we did at Vicarage Road, then that would be something. But yeah, I think it depends how the West Ham game goes um, as well. And we'll see how that kind of works out. We played them on last year. I think I remember it was a nil-nil, um, which was... Last two last two uh, meetings, Ashton Gay have been nil-nil. Uh, because we... Oh, there we did, go. Do you remember the, remember the Dean Holden one where we drew nil-nil at, uh, at home? And they should have scored about five. I think and they hit so. the post in like the ninety seventh minute sign. Oh, well, it was nil. It was nil nil at home, and Dean Holden was the manager. And then last season it was nil nil as well, and they had uh, Watford had no shots on target actually, which was a uh, quite an achievement. Uh, but we couldn't score, so that meant actually nothing yeah. as well. Um, so yeah, did you say so? Oh yeah. So, so let, okay, let's say the same team does play against West Ham. Yeah. Would you make any changes against Watford? Providing no injuries, of course. Um, I don't know if they, if they, because it's it's a lot of game time. The same eleven to go. What would that would be? Four, five on the bounce. Four on the bounce, probably. Yeah. Then and in a quite quick turnover as well. Exactly. So, I think mm, it's interesting. I don't know what man because because it is our best. It is our best team to bat out there. Um, I think he might. Oh, no, no, make... so, no, no. Sykes might be available. Sykes oh. might be available. So that might, that could be something. That's quite um, cool. I thought he'd be out for a bit longer. I I don't know if he's going to be available for the uh, full ninety, but yeah. maybe because he's it's not it's not like a Ross McCrory type of injury where he's been out for eight months, eight months, yeah. and then he's going to have to come back. He's not going to. It's it's only a couple of weeks, so he might start. Yeah, put it past him. And if 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 Hayden Roberts, let me just put this out there. If Hayden Roberts gets a gets a solid thirty odd minutes against uh, West Ham, I wouldn't put it past Liam Manning to drop to, to rest Campering. Put it that way. Yeah, I 
I think for Sykes is a bit too soon to, to start. Um, Hayden Roberts, perhaps. Russell McCrory still too early. This one that has to be regulated in over quite a few games. Um, yeah, perhaps Matty James or Joe Williams just to rest him. He's been playing a lot and we know he's prone to injury. Um, so maybe we can see that happening. And then I think the front three are pretty are pretty settled. I think they could they could hang in there. Perhaps Naki Wells comes in, but we'll see. I, I I'd, I'd say it's just depending on Liam Manning. I could I could literally see the same lineup going up um, again. But yeah, in terms of score prediction, it it depends on the West Ham game for me because we get we get battered and then we're looking at it and we haven't won in our last five. We've yeah we've got battered. We lost against Preston and the 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 confidence is really low. Um, going into that game but then we win and we put in a good performance a cup upset things are looking up and kind of everything changes um but i say we can we can nick a point against watford i mean obviously we battered them away from home but i can see us getting a point de- depending on how how we play against um west ham in the cup but i'll say i can just see it being another nil nil to be honest um yeah, I'd I'd say a nil nil. Just the way we're scoring, we we look like we don't have we we have no threat in the in the last few games as well. So I'll say just maybe one one shot on target to talk about throughout the whole game. Um, but a nil nil, and I I take that point to be honest. Um, right now, you've kind of stolen my thunder. There. I was going to say nil nil. Um, <laughs> you know, I'll I'll go one one. Actually, I'll go one one. Um, yeah, I I don't think. We're going to win. I think Watford a bit too good at the moment not to lose against us. Um, we're going to be looking at this game uh, with some... Uh, well, if we do get battered against West Ham, they'll be looking at this going, oh, well, that's the team low on confidence. And, uh, Ishmael, uh, Watford manager, normally when he plays a team low on confidence, a little bit weak, maybe a little bit lethargic, yeah, the team that team gets absolutely battered and uh, played off the park, generally. Uh, from what I've seen, patterns and whatnot. Uh, I'll go 1-1. One, one. I'll go 1-1. One, one. I'll make, maybe we'll nick a point at home in the championship. Well, we'll nick a point, you know, because we're that good. It's just depressing. Okay. So I won't go too low because actually, bigger picture, um, it's getting better. It will get better, hopefully. Um, let's talk about Andy Voiman then, because reports have been coming out um, from, well, first from Bristol Live, that Andy Voiman uh, was in advanced talks to sign for West Brom, uh, who, are, who are our championship rivals. Uh, you mentioned West Brom. They were a bit of a there, bit of a no man's land in the championship, five points ahead of uh, who would it be Coventry and Sunderland in uh, fifth. Uh, sorry, in sixth and seventh. Um, they are obviously in a bit of a financial state at the moment, so they can't really sign players uh, for too much money. Uh, and spend big in this January transfer window. Uh, so they will have to look at players for the, in the, on the cheap. Uh, Andy Vaughan certainly fits that bill. Uh, six months left on his contract, 32 years of age. He won't be available for too much money. Uh, Bristol City probably looking to offload uh, with the fact that we won't um, give him a contract extension as well. Um, obviously, a lot of, I'd say, sentiment around uh, Andy, but... Probably time to move 
I think his, his time has come. And I think we can all agree that it, it's going to be a sad day um, when he leaves. And he's done great things for the club. He's the longest serving player um, as of now. He reached his 50 goals. And there's there's obviously great memories with him. I mean, we we'll always remember that season. He completely carried us um, with his, what, 23 goals in the end. Um, that was something else. Um, the Sheffield United hat-trick. Um, Mill hat trick at home, which I was at as well. That was a good one. He Cardiff he's double. been um the what double? The Cardiff double. He got the a brace at Cardiff. Double. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. A, and then he, then he did this, and then then he did the Scott Murray to the Cardiff fans. That, that was that's brilliant. that was that's always a good memory. Just yeah, he's he's just done a lot for the club. He's 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 a, yeah, he's a brilliant guy, um, and good captain, um, picked by the players, but. I think yeah, he's got he's gone to that age. He's not got a lot of minutes, and I think just the way we're moving, the direction we're going to sign some more attacking midfielders is just there's not really enough place here for him um, in the side anymore. And I think yeah, I think we can all agree um, that. And yeah, he will be missed, but um, hopefully he goes on and can help another team. But yeah, six months left on the contract as well. It's we'll get a little bit uh, out of his fee, and yeah, it looks like perhaps he could help um, West Brom just prefer a bit of depth, and and yeah, he will run his socks off um, for any team. So yeah, I suppose it works for Andy himself because he's been uh, located in the Mid- Midlands before with uh, Derby and Villa, so I think his family are up there uh, as well. So it works for him. Uh, I suppose a deal for West deal for West Brom. We don't know if it's a loan. If it's going to be a, no, it's going to be a permanent deal, but we don't know for how long. Whether it's going to be end of season or not. Uh, hopefully for him, it's a longer term contract. And um, yeah, I'll be sad when he leaves. But as, as you said, from a footballing perspective, it makes sense. Um, six months after his contract, thirty two years of age, he's not really been playing well for about 12, 18 months. Um, Basically, since the start of last season, really, he's not been playing well. Uh, he's been in and out of the side. Um, it, when Manning did initially come in, he was playing, and that I think that was just because um, Manning wanted to, to play some players who were quite experienced and just to guide him through the opening period. But since then, he's been out of the squad and um, out the side uh, and um, on the bench. And yeah, it makes sense, I suppose. And I think it makes even more sense because it has also been rumoured that because of this deal, uh, West Brom are set to reduce the price for Taylor Garner Hickman and Bristol City are set to make that a permanent deal. So, yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but just quickly on Vyman. Uh, yeah, that 22 goal season, I think it was, I don't know, 21, 22 goal season. He got over 30 goals and assists, basically. And him, Martin Semenya basically kept us up that year, and Vyman was bearing, was uh, carrying that front three for a lot of it as well. So just an amazing, amazing bloke. Uh, five and a half years at City is is it's rare in a football player these days uh, to have that sort of longevity. So absolutely brilliant, and um, yeah, just just a magnificent, magnificent servant for the football club. A modern day legend. I'd even go as far as saying. Um, hasn't left us it's, yet but, but hasn't left us yet but yeah. it's very it's very it's yeah. basically it's a bit it's a bit it's over it's over We're, it's over um but yeah it makes sense from a footballing perspective and all that but yes uh taylor gone hickman then uh because that's meant to 
be apparently set to complete in in part in kind of part swap deal uh half is it a swap deal half ish kind of swap deal um but yeah it makes sense it, that's about it <laughs> it makes sense um if it is a swap deal um obviously benefits um us greatly obviously we're going to pay a bit um more in return but yeah i mean we signed them at the end of um that transfer window on loan our last addition to the squad and it's from minute one he's been amazing um ruling that midfield scored that amazing goal um and yeah just he has a bit more creative um aspects to him and it's what we need and like we've reiterated him alongside joe williams or matty james it just has a good balance um and yeah, he's he's been really important, and yeah, he's started basically every game um, since he's joined. Um, a lot of minutes, and he seems to be enjoying his football, and um, he likes it at the club. So yeah, it just again, yeah, it makes sense for him to come on a permanent deal, and the fact that we have that option and might go down, and now we can yeah put pen to paper and get him at the club for for the foreseeable future. But yeah, definitely a good find, a good signing, and yeah, just. All makes sense at the end of the day with um the, the Vyman and and Garner Hickman swap, but um yeah, that's def- definitely something that um was we, we kind of saw it was going to be getting done. So yeah, just inevitable, really. Yeah, not like I I couldn't have put the put it better myself. I, I think it just makes complete sense from a from a city perspective. We are yeah, we need to. We need to make sure we are completing deals uh, to the, that are benefiting us a lot, and that just just makes sense. If when when you when and uh, when a club wants to, it's just, it's just it's 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 perfect that West Brom want Bayern, isn't it? It's perfect. So yeah, it's it's all, it's all good uh, from a city perspective, and um, yeah, and hopefully Vyman going out means that another player's coming in, especially in the forward departments. We know we want to tap midfielder, but hopefully Vyman going. These are a little bit short on numbers. So we have Sam Bell, Conway, Mameti, Wells, Cornick, um, Yeboa. And Yeboa, if Yeboa counts, so five, I'd say five first team players. And ideally, you'd want one more, wouldn't you? So, especially considering if we consider Harry Cornick not good enough um, for um, even Naki Wells to a certain extent. Um, so. You, I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. Is uh, is this? So no. It'd be six, wouldn't it? It'd be six. I might. Might. Can I count? So. Yeboah. Um, Yeboah's kind of a, a questionable. I mean, he's still young, and also he hasn't been in the matchday squad in the last two games. I think it's been now. And during a press conference with Manning as well, he said um, Nelson's been a bit more impressive um recently and it's obviously going to take time for him to completely go in but yeah like you said yeah Conway Wells Mehmeti Bell Sykes oh, Sykes Cornick yeah we, we'd have to count him. so yes yeah, six we have so we have two in in each position at the front three um right now obviously we've, yeah. we've but it kind of shows as well because we are preferring Sam Bell over um Cornick um on the right hand side so I think Cornick really only comes in at, at dire situations that doesn't impact sub or when we really need him. And it's a shame that hasn't really worked out. I mean, 
maybe he can still prove us wrong, but I still don't really see a massive future at the club for him. But got one wrong. Sometimes you get stuff wrong. Sometimes you get stuff right. And with Metti, it's obviously a different story. And I think there's still a lot to come from him, um, which is good. I think the problem for Harry, uh, Harry Cornick, is that he, at Luton, he used to play with, uh, he, or during his best period, he played with Elijah Adebayo up top. Um, and it, in the two, he can't play on the right and he can't play up top on his own. He needs to play in a two up top. And we just ha- we haven't played that since he's been at the club, really, because uh, it's been Conway and um, Wells has been the other preferred striker. So he just hasn't played enough games up top uh, to have an impact. It's a shame. Uh, yeah, but I agree. He's, he's, if, if he's not if he's not gone by this summer, uh, this, this upcoming summer, I'd be very surprised. Um, to be honest, um, but yeah, that's about that's about it for that one. Um, let's talk about transfers quickly. I do want to talk about that. Um, so we've missed out on Finisaz. We're probably going to miss out on Scott Twine. I've been look. I've been kind of trying to look around at players in the Championship who might be out of contract and you know maybe might be interested in the move to Bristol City. I'm getting no one. Yeah. I mean, right now we are in a situation where if we want to make a playoff push or just an improvement, which realistically is not happening, but with Vyman potentially going out and just, I mean, also Wells is on his, probably his last season as well for the, for the club where he's really going to get a, a lot of, um, he's not, he's barely playing a lot right now anyway. Um, but yeah, with Wells and Cornick kind of looking like, dead ends um we definitely need additions um towards the front of the field um and just especially like like we mentioned the inconsistency just the lack of goals in general um so yeah it'll be interesting what we we can do we've had some missed opportunities like you said the price tags being a bit too high for our liking but we'll we'll have to see what what happens and i think we will get someone through the door i hope especially if Iman goes out um and hopefully we can find someone. I mean, that's the thing with some championship teams, they have these um, kind of European contacts, especially with teams like um, Watford, who have that link with Udinese because of the Pozzo um, owners. But I feel like when's the last time we signed, what was it, Masengo probably, uh, for a foreign player, um, for what I can remember. But yeah, I, I feel uh, like... Bajic, okay, that's a good point. Um, but to be fair, he's he's not. Um, it's he doesn't count. He doesn't. Yeah, he's he's not playing. Um, and Masengo kind of went into dead end. But yeah, maybe we can. I know it's for championship clubs. It's not easy. Um, to have like a strong scouting network for for Europe, but could be something that we can look at. I mean, lots of teams have, well, <laughs> abused the European um network, especially a whole with the last year especially with their with their turkish players as well um but potentially something um we can look at because our signings have all been efl um well and ross mccrory but um english and scottish sides yeah if we um if we can uh price uh mr chris willock out of qpr um that would be brilliant because i think his contract's up at the end of the season so if, if something can be done there that would be nice um but i'm sure there's a there's a queue of championship clubs wanting him uh, top end, probably better than us. Um, 
I think that's it for this for this uh, this episode. Um, thank you very much to everyone that's tuned in. And yeah, if you have made it this far, um, if you have made it this far, actually, if wherever you're listening, put a hashtag on Twitter. Tag. Let's uh, let's remember this. Tag at the eighteen ninety four podcast, saying, "What should we say?" Just to make, just to prove that they're worthy listeners who are listening, who are dedicated. What should they say? Uh, oh no, I'll t- oh, no, I know. Matisse hasn't talked about Alex Scott yet. Oh, we haven't talked about Alex Scott yet. Yeah, um, they don't want to talk about him. Yeah. Um, Pring to score a uh, Pring scrappy goal. Um, that's too long. Already too long. Pringle, Pringle. Oh, Pringle. Either put Pring, hashtag Pringle or hashtag Alex Scott. Something like that. Yeah. That'd be nice. Uh, so take a screenshot or whatever and then put it on uh, X or Twitter. And uh, yeah, that's a nice little plug, actually. Uh, put uh, Tag us on at the 1894 podcast where you can follow us as well. Um haven't been as, as active on their apologies, but we are we are getting there slowly. Uh, thank you very much for listening in, tuning in, watching, wherever you are, uh, whenever you are. Yeah, yeah, got it in the end. Got there in the end. Um, um, yeah, no, yeah. no Alex Scott talk, um, even though I've just mentioned him, but yeah, because of the Premier League break. But don't worry, we'll be back again next week um, with some more stats. We will not disappoint the Bournemouth viewers. Um yeah make sure to follow all our socials as well in the description and subscribe but yeah thank you for listening and watching and yeah we'll see you after next week where hopefully through through in the cup and and the battering at home to Watford maybe another 4-1 that wouldn't be too bad um yeah we'll see we'll see when's the last time we won 4-1 at home Plymouth Plymouth. Wednesday night yeah yeah we could do that um Yes, thank you very much. Uh, as Matty said, subscribe, hit that right subscribe button down below. Uh, like the video as well, that helps with the YouTube algorithm because YouTube are funny uh, like that. Um, hit the notification bell as well, and uh, that will be that will remind you every time we do upload on YouTube. If you are, if you prefer a audio version, if you're listening to this on, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, and you just wanna, I know you can, I know you can go on other apps while you can listen to audio. So if you want to do that, uh, you can. Uh, listen to us on spotify and on uh, uh apple is that right spotify and apple yeah yeah i think everything everything yeah. have, you have teaser whatever whatever you like using then um if you can find us on there well there you go um thank you very much uh and we will see you after watford um where hopefully bristol city have got two wins and are through to face either nottingham forest or blackpool in the next round of the fa cup see you then goodbye